I need to know everything Who in the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But act like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George, I hop in the Porsche It's five and a horse, I'm ready for war Alright, we are live, ladies and gentlemen With, the, uh, where are we at? Where? <laughs> I poured a bunch of whiskey in my coffee <laughs> Alright, anyways uh, what's up? We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Fernando Petty here with UVO Real Estate, UVO Group, right here in the UVO studio with my co-host, Alan Kontarevich, and our agent, one of our newer agents. Newer agents. One of our newer agents, Ovase Khan, right? So, Ovase, uh, this was kind of an impromptu podcast. It was. Right? I'm not even ready, but hey, you go <laughs> with the flow and you make it work, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. Um, so yeah. Anyways, here's what I want to talk to you, and it's pretty cool because you're in the same uh, generation of my son. Believe it or not, my son's ten years old. He's a Gen Z, and you yeah. are twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one years old, Gen Z, right? And you guys are a little different too, because I was like, okay, this term millennials has been going around for a while now. We've been hearing that all the yeah. time, and I'm like, wait, so when does that cut off? Like, cause I think I'm barely a millennial, right? And then you are not even a millennial. No. Gen Z. Oh, yeah, you're not. It's not. Yeah. 99. Have you heard that term before, Gen Z? I actually never really focused on that stuff. So this is like my second or third time hearing it, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. So I think they do it by like categories of like 20 years. Um, and they do it because they want to figure out, number one, 20-year uh, age gaps. What What is the – what are their beliefs? What are their ethics like? Uh, what are their influences growing up in their age group? Um, just simple stuff like that. What kinds of things push them? Uh, what are they motivated by? Right. And so I think that's kind of why they categorize people in those 20 year like gr like gaps or groups. Um, but you're in real estate with us. Yeah. Right. And that's pretty cool. So, dude, how long have you been in real estate? So it's going to be 10 months at the end of this month. Oh, really? Ten? Yeah. Not even a year? Not even a year yet. Nice, dude. So I'll hit my year in February. How do you feel you're doing so far? So far, so good. It's definitely a learning experience, but overall, it's been really good. Really enjoying it, picking it up, and now it's at this point where it's like you feel all the momentum picking up, and from here on out, it's just going to be cool. My first year, I'll be, like right now, I'm at 10 deals. Cool. Like Once I hit my one-year mark, where am I going to be at? Where am I going to start to head towards, and where am I going to be at the end of my, one, my full one-year mark after having learned everything I do? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you're still learning. Right. I feel like you're in an environment where people are always like trying to teach you and um, they're trying to challenge you constantly. Yeah. Uh, we did this competition in our last quarter. Mm -hmm. Right. A vase. What did you place? My place. I'm not sure where I placed that. But <laughs> that's I not good. good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. It's not good. Uh, but that's good because it's expected, you know, your first year. Yeah. But dude, that's pretty yeah. good. I think the average agent like does like one or two transactions their first year. Yeah. You know, and you're already at 10 and you got clients right now and. Dude, that's really good. It hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah. That's really good, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So you've been on the team, what, about three months? Yeah, it's been about three months it's now. It's like October, maybe? What's actually, like? no, four months. September, October? Yeah, four yeah. months of since. I actually got on August, towards the end of August. Oh, really? Yeah. So nice, it's going to be, what month is it right now? January. 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 Yeah. Wow. So, Just yeah, started. hitting my three-month mark at towards the end of this month. Just started. That's cool, man. So... I know, I know that when we've talked before that you weren't like, you didn't really think you're going to end up doing real estate. You never really thought about it growing up. I mean, growing up, you were in a household that really pushed education. 
you went to college. You're still going to college. Yeah. Right. And uh, you, weren't you trying to get in, like the, the medical field? I mean, what, what were you trying to do when you're growing up? Yeah. So before when I was younger, of course, every little kid wants to become a pilot or like some kind of engineer. So that's what I wanted to do. But later on, as years went on, I was like, hey, I want to do something where I can still make a lot of money, but at the same time have my own business. So I was going to go to school to become a pharmacist and start my chain of pharmacies. And once I would start my chain of pharmacies, I would start expand, expanding it into different states. Once I get all 50 states, start expanding it internationally. And then slowly, of course, with how the world is, with how business tends to change over time and evolve, it was going to turn into a mail order pharmacy because yep. you start shipping it everywhere. And for me, it was just helping people. Mm -hmm. Like I truly love helping people. Yeah. And I know being in the medical field, it's not the easiest thing. You see people that need their medication, people that need their health care. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that aren't able to get it because of the costs. And for me, I really wanted to implement something where I would do something to help patients save money. And at the same time, still provide them the best health care possible and make sure that they're getting all the knowledge about the medication, all the information they need to know with how to take the medication correctly. And at the same time, being really efficient and helping people out to the max. Yeah, and cost effective. Yeah. So were you actually going to pharmacy school? Were you going to become a pharmacist? Yeah. So I was going to become a pharmacist, but I was still doing my undergrad and I was working in a pharmacy and I'm learning all the contracts, seeing all these things happening in the pharmacy. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be my baby. Like once you start a business, you kind of you take care of that thing as if it's your own kid. Yeah. Like you go above and beyond, do different things for it. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, if I start one in this day and age with how everything is going, it's going to be damn near impossible. But for me, it's like, cool, change the goal, but never will change the path, but never change the goal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think you find that interesting, like, like with real estate, how many people come in are from like every background. Yep. Every career, like they all move into this, you know, one way or another. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, we don't have anybody else that came from the medical field or you know, that was going that route. I think Ryan before said he was, might have, I think he was pre-med, you know, but I don't think becoming a pharmacist was the goal. Um, so w who introduced you to real estate? I mean, how, how did that start? Honestly, one day, like I just started at my nine to five job. I was just chilling one day and I'm like, hey, it's pretty slow. What, sh what should I do? I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to start looking at houses. So from there, uh, every day for like a year, I'm looking at houses and I'm just exploring everything on Zillow, looking at the pictures. And I'm like, oh, I could totally see myself buying this house in a couple of years. I definitely will. But little did I know it started growing on me more and more. Like every day I'm just looking at houses and I start saving them. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to come back and look at this later. Let's see if I can find something similar to it. Just dinking around. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is actually really interesting. So. One day I wake up, come to my nine to five. I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm not happy. I don't like this. I could be doing something else. And at the time I'm 20 years old. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I'm like, I know I could be doing something else. I'm 20 years old. I have nothing to lose, but the world to gain. Yeah. So at that point I'm like, cool. First 30 minutes into my shift, I sign up for the real estate school. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to crank this out, quit my job in a month, jump into real estate. That was it. That was it. So you didn't have anybody that was like, hey, you should do real estate. You didn't have any family members that were pushing you into it. Nothing like that. Not really. For me, it's always been just self drip, just self drive. Yeah. Like no one's really pushed me to do anything. Everything I've done is on my own will. And it's like I'm always looking for the next opportunity, the next thing. And, you know, I saw in real estate what other people didn't really see. It's like you're truly helping someone build generational wealth. And yep. at the same time, making a really big impact on people's lives. Yeah. 
And on top of that, and on top of that, you know, you're you're doing what you love. Yeah. You you mentioned you like you would look at look at homes online, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you find what you love, what what your passion is, you live and breathe. You know, real estate or whatever it might be. Exactly. As well, if I go downtown or anywhere, I look at all of the architecture, the buildings, the new construction, etc. Like, I love that when it comes down to it. So same thing when it comes down to it, like, you know, you found, you found your passion, you found your calling. Absolutely. And I feel like when I jumped in, I was going through a confused time. I'm like, cool, I'm going to school with doing business. To clarify, you're 21. You're going to be confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is very true. That you're going to be confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying so hard not to like, cause me and the base joke around a lot. And a lot of it's probably not appropriate for camera. <laughs> so I'm seeing so many opportunities here when I can jump in and say something. And I'm like, no, 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 don't say that. <laughs> Just hold off. <laughs> Dude, but no, I mean, we, we love having you here. And, and that's what I love about the team so much is that we have, I mean, you know, we have Jeff. He's, I think he's you know about 50 years old and he's a military veteran. He's been doing uh, real estate for a while now. And, and, you know, we have people as young as Brendan and, and U of Ace. You know, and other people in the team who are younger who are just getting into it. And, are, you know, the team is just so diverse, you know, when it comes to, I mean, everything. Age, race, gender. Are we about equal with men and women on the team? I think we are. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. We are. We yeah. have a lot of women, a lot of men. Yeah. It's perfect combination. Yeah. A, lo- a, lo- a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I feel like we have a little bit of everything. Yeah. We should add another U to, uh, uh, to the UVO, like. Maybe like uh, uh, United or I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> it's just so diverse, you know, because you and I have seen a lot of other teams. And yeah. I mean, I swear everyone looks the same. I'm, I'm just, you know, being uh, judgmental right now. But I've seen it in the past and I'm just like, man, everybody's the same over here. Like it's so, yeah. no diversity. It's so boring. You know, and over here everyone's just like comes from different areas and different age groups and they have something special to bring to the table. You know, and that's that's why I love the group. Yep. Um, and everybody's hustling, you know, at their own pace, which is pretty cool too. Um, but ten deals your first year is actually really good, really good. Ten deals and yeah. counting. Yeah, and so, counting. We got two months. Yeah, definitely two months. We'll have we'll have more deals yeah. added to that. Yeah. So let's talk about you when you're younger, man, because you're not from here, right? I mean, where where, where were you born? Were you born so, here in Utah? Yeah, I was actually born here in Utah. Oh, okay. Born and raised in Utah, but my parents are from Pakistan, so they've been here for like thirty some years now. My mom, she came here when she was about eighteen years old. Came here to become a doctor, but, you know, life happens, and she soon had to start working, take care of her family and her siblings at the time. And for me growing up, she's like, hey, I wasn't able to do this, but I want you to do what I wasn't able to do. And I want to give you the life that I wasn't able to have when I was younger. And I feel like that goes a lot for foreign parents. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen it a lot where it's like our parents didn't really have everything. But at the same time, when it comes to us, they're like, we're going to make sure our kids have everything they they need. They put their dreams and everything on hold for the kids. Absolutely. It's very true. So, yeah, ever since the start, it's like my mom's always been my biggest motivation, my biggest inspiration. Because ever since I was a kid, I would see her going to work at 4 a.m. And I'm like, man, when I'm older, I'm not going to make my mom work anymore. One day I'm just going to walk in and be like, hey, mom, you're not working anymore. I'm making enough money where I'm able to take care of you family make sure everyone has everything what, whatever they need and at the same time still make sure i'm able to get the things i want because i'm a freaking i'm a car freak yeah i want to be able to get those cars i want to be able to get those investment properties those houses those businesses and just make sure i'm able to provide and do the best i can for my family 
Yeah. So do you speak, uh, which languages do you speak other than English? Urdu. Urdu? Yeah. How do you pronounce that? Urdu. U-R-D-U. Urdu. Urdu. Yeah. Urdu. Have you worked with anybody from Pakistan yet? No, not Any yet. buyers, sellers, no? Mm-mm, not yet. The closest thing I've come across is a couple Indian clients I had. Cool to work with, but hey, some of the tougher people. <laughs> we, we, we want the best deal, man. Back home in Pakistan, we want the best deal. That's but funny. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, I mean, yeah, dude, like I said, it's, it's cool that you're here on the team. I, I know that you didn't start with us. Um, you started another brokerage. Yeah. Right. Um, what was your experience like? Where were you at? So with my other brokerage, it was cool. First couple months at the end of the day, it was all a dream. I know the hustle is always sold separate, right? Going in day in, day out, hustling. And at the end of the day, I really, I really liked it there, man. It was cool. People were cool. I got along with everyone. And I had the opportunity to help a couple of the newer people come on. I'm like, dang, like I haven't been doing this this long, but at the end of the day, I'm going to teach you what I know. Because yeah. I've always been a big person when it comes back to giving giving to others. And, you know, it comes in all kinds of ways. Like you can help them out, share them what you know, share share what you know with them, and just do the best you can for anyone. Yeah. Is that is that kind of where you see yourself moving, moving forward? Like obviously you want to keep producing and selling and, you know, real estate, helping people buy uh, real estate, but do you see yourself? Do you see yourself moving into like a position of uh, leadership, maybe uh, educating and teaching other agents? Is that something you're looking forward to doing later on? Absolutely, that's one of the big things for me because for me growing up, like going to school here, it's like cool. My parents were able to help me with homework and stuff, right? This is kind of backtracking, but for me, it's always been being able to help people, knowing that you know, at the end of the day, not everyone's going to be willing to help. Yeah. Like for example, you guys, like you guys go above and beyond like you guys teach us everything like everything i know comes from you guys and it's i want to be sure to be able to do the same thing with anyone no matter who it is new agents entrepreneurs whoever yeah dude and it's such a good feeling when it comes down to it like being able to give back whether it's your time or knowledge whatever it might be it i feel like i get more joy i get more more fulfillment than the other person i feel like absolutely i love it that much Mm -hmm. and when you're passionate about it you're like oh my gosh like Yes, he's getting it, or he or she's making it happen. You feel proud. You do. It's one of those feelings you can't really explain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, So where are you at right now? Are you still living at home with your parents? Still living at home with my parents. So it's like, cool, save when you can, enjoy time with them, because once you're out of there, it's like, you're out. You're out. So just enjoy it while you can and just ride the wave, I guess. But. Which is honestly what you should, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people, they get caught up in, they have to move out right when they're 18. Yeah. Why? Stay with your parents. Live in the basement. I did the exact same thing. I was living in a basement and just saving up, buying properties. Yeah. You know, like what I would recommend for everybody is don't worry about it. Don't don't get so caught up in, hey, we got, we have to move out right away. Dude, stay with your parents. Year two, three, build, build, build. Then at that point later on, cool. You can move out by your own place. You don't have to worry about it. And I'm sure they would love to have you there as well. Yeah, for sure. I've brought it up to my mom before. I'm like, hey, I want to go out of school, out of, out of state for school. She's like, oh, hell no, you're not going yet. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Like, you're still a kid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 18. I'm not a kid. I always forget how old you are because um, I always think you're a lot older. You know, like when we first met yep. Oasis, I was like, He's lying, 21. <laughs> this guy's over here. He came over here when he was like 10 years old, and he, and he had like one of those birth certificates birth when he was five. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people like that. They're, like, they're really like 35 years old, and they're going to school. It's like, come on, man. They like backtrack their age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, dude, so so you were at another brokerage. 
Um, you came here. I mean, how, how's it been so far? I mean, I mean, for you, what has been the difference? Um, I mean, first of all, why did you come here to UVO? First of all, day and night difference, man. Like at the end of the day, when it comes down to the culture, the people, nothing can change that. At the end of the day, it's everyone is who they really are. Like you'll truly see people's true colors and everyone there was awesome. But at the end of the day, what we have here, the people we have here, the energy everyone brings, the motivation everyone brings, it's different level. Because from us, I feel like everyone here in our group has a burning desire within them to, hey, we're going to become top producers soon. We're going to start producing. There's a reason. Everyone has a strong why, I feel like, in our group. And for me, you can truly feel it. And one of the biggest things I truly love is the diversity that we have. Like, I'm not the only brown guy anymore. It's like, cool, we got <laughs> we, we got some good diversities. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's super funny. Um, but it's good, and it's a real thing. It is. Right? I mean, it really is. I mean, you want to feel comfortable where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to feel like you're, you know, the, the odd one out. Absolutely. You know, and over here, everybody's just so welcoming and inviting, and um, they're so willing to teach and show you. And, um, I mean, I haven't seen that anywhere else. You know, my experience, I haven't been doing real estate for that long, but, you know, the places I have been, you know, the environment we created here was one that you and I haven't, you know, yeah. been, been a part of, you know. Um, but, dude, so tell me about childhood, growing up. Do you have brothers and sisters? I mean, do you have brothers? I don't even know. Yeah. Little brother, little sister. Little brother is 18 right now. My little sister is like 14. So, yeah, little brother, little sister. Grew up in South Jordan. Spent majority of my lifetime there. We moved up to Draper when we were about, I was about 13, 14 years old, going into my ninth grade year. And ever since, we've been up in Draper. And for me, actually, this is, this is where it comes back to real estate. Because I remember when my parents were younger, every realtor that we worked with when we were younger, I remember they just didn't really listen. And it's like, dang, like I could see my mom's frustration looking at houses. She's like, we've been looking for like two, three years. We haven't been able to find anything. And at the time, of course, we had a lot more inventory. It was just a buyer's market. But after that, we switched over, started looking at new constructions because my mom was just set on what kind of house she wanted. And it had to be in Draper for her because that's where all my aunts and uncles live. And for us, it's like family is everything. We just want to be close to one another and just spend a lot of time with all of our family, be close, and um, just do everything together, especially once the holidays come across. And especially once, like, for us, Ramadan comes along. It's like, cool, everyone wants to get together. And, um, yeah, lived in Draper, went to high school, Summit Academy High School. And, um, yeah, from there I was just – discipline with schoolwork and just playing soccer for me at the time it's like well I want to become a pharmacist I got to get into a good school I got to be able to already have these good grades because if I don't have good grades now I sure as hell I'm not going to have good grades later so it's just staying disciplined with the process and just putting the work in day in day out and you know first few years of high school is just all fun and jokes it's like oh cool man like all I do is just play soccer go home play some video games and just life's good You have nothing to worry about. But once that 11th grade year hit for me, that's when people started taking the ACTs to get into college. Mm -hmm. Worst test ever. You sit there for like three hours and God knows what's going through your mind at the time. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) this is is boring. Did you do that? I did. Yeah? Yeah, of course. I'm like, A, B, C, D. Mm, Any, meeny, miny, mo. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't picked C in a while. Let's go with this now. Just kidding. No, it it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It was pretty easy. It was. It wasn't too bad, but... At that point, it's like I started applying to colleges, and I kept getting rejected. No college in California wanted me. 
And I'm like, man, what the hell's going on? Like, my GPA is not that bad. So I go and talk to my college count, my high school counselor, not college counselor. And she's like, oh, your GPA is like 2.75. I'm like, oh, shit, really? Like, what do I do to get this up? She's like, oh, just retake some class that you did bad on. And I'm like, cool. So going to my senior year, I'm retaking these classes. And at the same time, starting to take my pharmacy classes at nighttime to get my pharmacy tech license to get that experience to get into pharmacy school. And from there, that was just a flip point. Like, hey, you need to work harder. Like, at the end of the day, what do you have going on? Like, right now, my biggest thing, my biggest focus should just be school. Yeah. Like, it's only one thing. It's really not that hard. It's like, cool. Just stuck with it. And at the same time, I had to give up soccer, too. So I'm like, crap, I got to do something else that'll keep me in shape. So I started going to the gym, started weightlifting and all that fun stuff. And from there, I feel like once I saw the energy that I was putting into the gym and just the discipline going into it, once you start seeing the results in the mirror and once you start putting in that discipline at the gym, it really translates into your work. So for me, I just went harder than ever at school. And at the same time, got my GPA up. Finally got accepted into the University of Utah after like two, three tries. And from there, it's like, cool. I just got to keep the momentum going and just stay consistent with everything. You never gave up. And and then you dropped out. <laughs> no, no, wait, you didn't drop out. <laughs> no. Okay, not, you're still going. <laughs> not yet. Still going. Still going strong. One more year to go. No, that's good. So you have one year left. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. You know what's funny is, is that Oves if he didn't say he was in school, you'd never know mm-hmm. because he's here more than like everybody. Yep. I mean, it's insane how, how often you're here. And uh, I think we talked about that. Um, I don't know if it was, uh, what, what, I don't know if it was like a holiday break or what, but you were at home. I don't know why you were at home. I don't know what it was. What was it a holiday break? What, what was, was it? it? Yeah. Was it? You were um, home for a couple of days. It was around December time. Yeah. I don't know if you were thought you were sick or something. I don't know what the hell it was, but. You were home, and, and after, like, two or three days, you were, like, going crazy. What was it? Oh, that was uh, around Thanksgiving because the office was closed, and I was feeling under the weather, and it was, like, two days. I'm like, dude, I'm starting to lose my mind. And that Monday I came back, I was all grateful. I'm like, dude, I'm so happy to be here right now. Y'all don't understand. Yeah. I can't sit at home like that. Yeah, I can't either, <clears throat> especially if I was home, if I'm home with my parents. Oh, we go nuts. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> it's true. With you. It's true. Just being real with you. Um, the thing is, you know, you're younger. When yeah. it, in general, it doesn't matter how old or how, how young you are. It gets boring after a while. It does. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I, I just came back from a vacation, for example. I got away. I went to Cancun for a few days. And I love being back. Like, I love being back on that grind. I love to stay busy. I love being connected when it comes down to it. You know, same thing, whether you're on vacation or just at home. You're not really socializing a whole lot. Like, yeah, you are. But it's more just relaxing. You know, I always like to be busy when it comes down to it. I feel like when, when you're like a natural born entrepreneur, for example, you can't, your mind's constantly going. It is. And you, we, we can't shut up, which is why we can talk all day long. Like mm-hmm. right when you start talking, you start talking, I start talking, we can talk all night long. We, we can be here for like 10 hours when it comes yeah. down to it. You know, we have to catch ourselves too and go, okay, cool. I should probably spend an hour. I should, I should probably <laughs> keep it down a little bit. But yeah. It's true, man. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like once you, once you just start putting in the work, it's like you truly start seeing things build up. Yep. It goes with any business, especially real estate. It's like, cool, you're working day in, day out. You're slowly going to start seeing the fruits of your labor finally work. Like, hey, cool. Like, I remember talking to this guy. Now it's just like, cool, I've been good at my follow-ups. And now he wants to start, he wants to buy his house and sell too. Buy his house and buy, sell his house and buy a new one too. So, yeah. Do you feel like uh, follow-up is the most important thing for you starting off as a new agent? I mean, what do you feel like is the most important um, asset for you starting off as a new agent for your business 
I think starting off as a new agent, it's definitely just getting in touch with as many people as possible. And from there, just continuing to follow up, follow up and nurturing those leads. And, you know, there's there's going to be a time where they're going to be like, cool, we're ready. And a lot of the times it's like after the holidays and everything where they're like, cool, like I really want to get into a house now. New year, new everything. New year, new start. And it's once, yeah, just follow up game, I would say. Following up goes a long way. It's going to show a couple times where I've talked to clients. It's like, hey, I've been talking to a couple of the realtors, but they haven't followed up with me. And you, I re- they really tell you like, hey, I appreciate you following up with us, like wishing us a happy new year, Merry Christmas, happy Thanksgiving. These small things tend to go a really long way with people because they're like, oh, he remembered. Like, why is he texting us that? It's it the number one thing that people I feel like for, forget is yeah. to follow up. It's easy to make that call in the beginning, but what do you do after? Exactly. You, know, you have to follow up and let them know that, hey, you are there and that you truly do care. Absolutely. Follow up and make sure you're coming from a place of contribution at the end of the day. Bingo. <clears throat> Making sure you're coming with the knowledge and all the information that your clients deserve. And yeah, don't just make a call to call, mm-hmm. call to add value. Absolutely. Yeah. So what does your day look like when you come into the office? Are you, uh, you just hit the phones? Come in and just straight up hit the phones, go through the entire market, check and see if I have any emails I need to get back to, make sure Boomtown and all our CRMs are well organized, good to go. And from there, just follow up, call new clients, call new leads, and just keep going from there. Yeah. You know, we were talking, uh, I would say about a month ago, I was asking you what you were doing and you said you were, um, I don't know what was the term that you said. Market search? Yeah, market search, right? So, um, and believe it or not, I haven't heard that term, right? heard property search and stuff like that but market search and so explain to me what that um what you're doing when you do that because i know that's going to help a lot of real estate agents out there um agents on the team that'll help them because i actually started using that you know when you uh um told me because i feel like you do that on your downtime yeah right and so what are you doing when you do a market search so when you're doing a market search market search basically first time you get on the phone with the with the client the potential prospect get all their needs and wants down and from there of course you put it into boomtown and from there, it'll start sending in all the properties that match the criteria that you put it in as. But for me, it's like actually physically going through the market and going on the MLS, putting in all the criterias and nitpicking all the properties you can potentially find, especially right now with how the market is with such low inventory. You go in, you even click into the backup position. Like, cool, if I see a property that's open to a backup position. Oh, yeah, all day long. All day long. And from there, you make sure it's like, cool, like, oh, this is actually great. But hey, of course, it's not going to send on Boomtown because it's under contract. And I, I think there's ways you could send it. I think it does send them, but it's like, cool, sometimes clients miss things. And you basically go through, handpick some of the properties that you see that are best going to match their needs and wants and send it over to them. And you hit them up, say, hey, I sent these properties over to you. Let me know if you have any questions, need anything or want to see them in person. I'm here to help you out at the end of the day. And from there, it's like a good way to interact with the client too. Like, hey, by the way, I did this. Yeah. Let me know if you have questions or it's need anything. A good anything. way to, to a good reason to call them again. Yeah. Reach out. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, on top of that, you're going above and beyond. Absolutely. Too many agents out there, they get caught up in, hey, I'm going to put together a little search criteria. They will automatically get my emails every day, and then they just kind of wait. Mm-hmm. I feel like what you're doing is you're actually going on the hunt for your client. Absolutely. You know, once you know what your client is looking for, then at that point you're able to go, okay, cool. I'm going to do a market search and find specifically a few that I feel like might be a good fit because you and I both know does every person or every client check their email every day. Mm-mm. And in this market, especially you have to be on top of it. You yeah. have to be, you know, it's, it might be here today. It'll be gone tomorrow. And it's our job as the real estate agent 
that if you have a client that is like, hey, I need to get into a home, you better make sure to make that happen because you can't always rely on them to be there to check their emails and to call you. We need to make that initiative and, and do that for them. Absolutely. It's very true. Plus, at the end of the day, you're there to help for a reason. They're not going to be the ones. Like, no client should ever be going on their own finding properties. At the end of the day, we should be doing that for them and providing them with the best experience and from there, of course, they're going to be like, hey, this guy did an awesome job. They're going to send over a crap ton of referrals your way. And on top of that, you're going to be their real estate agent for life. And that's yeah. how you create raving fans when it comes down to it. Yeah. By so, the way, a really good book, by the way. I don't know if you guys have read it or not. I've heard of that. Really good book. Yeah. Raving would, fans? Raving fans. I would strongly recommend reading it. What, what is it about? Read it. Read Did it. you read it? <laughs> Are you no. sure you read it? <laughs> it? You're creating ravey fans by going, doing such a good job for your client to the point where they want to refer you to the world. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like if I refer anybody to anybody, I want to make sure they did a damn good job for me. Whether it's a plumber, electrician, or anybody, I'm over here like, hey, if you did a really good job for me, I want to refer you. I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm not. But if you do a good job, I want to literally share to the world know who you are i mean what you're all about in your business at the end of the day absolutely yeah i've heard of that book that that's i, I have heard of that um really good book yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll pick it i swear i have like 50 credits in my uh audible account don't you get that they just like stack uh-huh. up constantly and if you forget if we gotta go buy a book one month you get like two credits yeah yeah um but yeah i got so many credits now so i'll, I'll definitely grab Dude, i love audible man yeah that's a game changer. Me personally, I hate reading. I hate it. I, I can't do it. it. Yeah, I can't. I look at there. it. And no, my ADHD. I'm like three words in, and then I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But Audible, you yeah. can turn it on. It's just force feeding you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can speed it up as well. Like I'll read mine at like one and a half or two, for example, and you can knock out a book within a couple of hours all day long. Mm-hmm. But if I'm over here trying to read it, oh man, literally after a few words, I'm like, I'm bored. It doesn't hold my attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Is that ADHD? Gotta be. That's what it is. We all have it. We all have it, man. <laughs> I think we all have it. Um, but, dude, so, so I mean, where do you see yourself grow, uh, going? I mean, right now you're almost a year in. Um, do you feel like you, you can see yourself doing real estate for the rest of your life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the long-term goal for me is real estate and at the same time making sure I'm, I'm doing other things as well. Because for me, it's like don't put all eggs in one basket is one of the things I've learned. And um, for me, real, real estate, it's – always going to be the main thing. This is what I truly love, truly what I love doing. And at the end of the day, it's not just selling houses or helping people buy houses. It's truly connecting with different people and truly networking with everyone because you never know who you come across every day. And it's just good building that connection with your client. And from there, it's just at the end of the day, just about being human. Yep. People forget that factor where it's like, dude, everyone's human at the end of the day. Like everyone wants to work with someone that's fun. Like, for example, you can't just be like, oh, it's 1,400-square-foot house, two beds, one bath. No, dude, like, you have, to, you have to have a fun time with it. Make everything fun. And at the same time, like, if you don't like what you're doing, like, you could truly, it goes to show. Like, people are just going to be boring about it, like, dreading everything. But for, for me, it's like, yeah, I love what I do. I love looking at houses. I love meeting new people and interacting with people. I'm a talker. And at the same yeah, you're definitely a talker. <laughs> yep. He's a talker, right? Definitely a talker. <laughs> we know when he's not here, <laughs> right? But, I mean, I do feel like you jumped into a career that's, that's, that's going to suit you very well, you know, because you are great at building relationships. You know, you are great at speaking with people, great communication skills. Um, you're really good at, uh, you know, connecting 
Um, you know, when you and I have conversations, like they're always very deep, they're real, you know, they're not, there's no bullshit. You know, Ovace is really, really good at communication, um, which I probably would have guessed that you were going to school for, you know, because your communication <laughs> skills are really good. Appreciate you know? that. Um, and that's why I wanted to have you in the podcast, too. You know, I knew you weren't going to be nervous. A lot of people are nervous, right, before yep. they get on here. Um, it's just the way it is, right? But I do feel like, you know, the more people get to know who you are, you know, you're just in your first year, I do feel like your business is going to start to grow, you know, tremendously. Absolutely. You know, and, ex and exactly like you're doing it exactly how you're supposed to do it. You know, you're coming in every day, you know, you're working your ass off, you're calling your leads constantly, you know, you're surrounded by people who are pushing you and uh, you're showing up. You know, a lot of people, they don't do that. People in real estate, they get comfortable, they might get a paycheck, and then they stop showing up. Then the paycheck runs out, and then they start showing up again, right? You're constantly here. So I do feel like um, your business is gonna explode, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here. You know, I do feel like um, the different ways that we market here in the team, um, it does motivate our agents, and it does, uh, I think it gives them an outlet to tell their story, you know, to reach out to people who uh, may not know who they are, but may like who they are and may want to work with them. And so that's one of the reasons why we created this thing. Yep. You know, and we do have agents on the team that I want to get on here, but I know they're a little nervous or maybe a little shy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but I do think it's extremely important, you know, um, to put yourself out there in uh, on a platform like this. Absolutely. Right? It definitely. Is. Especially with social media. It's like it's the biggest platform ever, especially YouTube. Like, yeah. Everyone has access to YouTube, but not yeah. a, not everyone has access to cable anymore. So we started filming, right? I took these guys out. Um, you guys met me at the properties at Toll Brothers. Mm -hmm. And we did film, what, two houses? We filmed two houses. Yeah, two houses. Yeah, two houses. We filmed them. Uh, and I think you guys did a good job. I haven't seen the footage yet. Tomorrow we're going to have Daniel pull the footage up, and, you, and he's going to take a look at it and see uh, what type of edit we can come up with. But I do feel like that's the way uh, the real estate industry is headed is, you know, people before getting a videographer, uh, getting production done was pretty expensive and a lot of agents didn't have the money to invest into it or they just didn't want to, right? Or they didn't have the know-how or the skill, okay? And a lot of people don't want to be in front of the camera. So, but for you guys, you guys are taking the initiative and you guys can see now, I mean, it's 2021, how easy it is mm -hmm. to grab a GoPro and just walk through a house. Literally. Right? It's, not, it's not that difficult. Um, but it is a good way to promote your business. It is. And uh, we just did that. So I'm really excited to see how the footage comes up or comes out. And I can't wait to see all the other agents start to, you know, push that type of content. Um, because we do have that available for you guys here on the team. And we have Daniel here full time. You know, we're probably one of the only teams out there that have a full time videographer in house, you know, at your disposal. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, I, can't, cool I can't wait to see that. Oh, I, I can't wait. Yeah. And, the, and the, the cool thing about it, too, for the client. Like they're able to actually look at the home before even going to look at it, you know, they can walk through the property and feel like they're already they're there, because you're not just taking a few pictures like your typical agent. You're actually going through with your with yourself. You're going through with the ca with the camera and filming the whole home and every detail about it, which you know talk about going above and beyond. Absolutely. And that way, if the client's like, "Hey, I really want to look look at this home here," they feel like they've already been there. Yeah. So that way, when they do go look at it, they're going to be like, okay, cool. It's the real deal. I want this home. Absolutely. You know what's funny, too, is you talk about social media, but, bro, you got to post more on social media. <laughs> I do. I do. And I've still even working on it. I've been posting houses on my Instagram, but, hey, YouTube's coming next. TikTok's coming next, too. You know what's funny is my, my son, he's uh, um, 
I don't let him have social media, right? Obviously, he's only 10 years old, yeah. okay? But he signed up to YouTube on his phone. I don't know how the hell he did that, but he did it. And yep. he's getting, like, thousands and thousands of views per video. He is? Wow. Yeah, dude. Damn. He had, like, like 6,000 views in, like, one day on a video. Wow. And, uh, you know, he's exploring different op- or different routes, like, what people like, and he's seeing that people really love looking at fish and fish tanks. So every time he goes to the store, he goes, like, the fish tank aisle, you know? And then at home, we have, like, four fish tanks. And he's like always recording him, and he just gets it's like crazy, you know. But these younger kids, you know, the ones who are really focusing on that, they they understand that people like looking at stuff on their phone. People like looking at YouTube, especially, right? I do feel like YouTube is the big. I know it for a fact; it's been working for me. YouTube is like one of the best ones you can promote your business on. You know, it's like you can do a long format video, and you can really get your point across. You know, and if you're doing a home tour. I mean, it can't be a three-minute home tour. It's got to be a long home tour. You know, when you're showing a property, it might take 20, 30 minutes. You know, it's kind of the same thing with you and your camera. Um, but I'm super happy you guys, you know, took the initiative because I've been talking about it for a while, and certain agents have been asking, and, you know, you guys finally came up, and so we can't wait to put that content out there. We'll definitely put it up on YouTube. It'll be good. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I remember towards the end of December, I'm like, hey, I'm, a, I'm actually going to get my YouTube ready. So once January is here, I'm going to do that. New year, new me, bullshit. You're like, hey, <laughs> let's get out there and actually like take initiative of recording a home and posting it on YouTube. And I mean, you've you've had really good success with it too. Like, you've got people hit you up from all over the country. Yeah, I got, I got 600 subscribers last week. Wow, 600 in one week. And the funny thing is, yeah. actually, last year, actually, you began YouTube this time. Uh, January this time, right when you mentioned. And I remember you and I having that conversation actually back in my condo. You're like, hey, January, I'm gonna hit it hard. I'm gonna start YouTube. At that point, and at that time, I didn't really know much about what the what, what the plan was and how he was going to go about it. But watching him go through the properties and the feedback he received and subscribers and clientele, et cetera, I was like, whoa. And the quality was damn good, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, this guy knows his shit. He does. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm guilty of not taking care of it in the last, like, six yeah. months. You know, I've been so focused on building the team. Uh, but I definitely have to get back into it. I mean, it's paying me a decent amount of money per month still. Yeah. And I'm getting views every day. I think uh, last month I got uh, 1.6 million watch minutes. Wow. You know, in just one month. So uh, it, it does pay off. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I do want other agents out there to realize, like, you know, it doesn't cost much to do that type of marketing and, and self-promotion. You know, it's, it really is just grabbing a GoPro, get a stabilizer, grab a mic, spend 500 bucks. And go out and start promoting and marketing your business. Yep. Right? And in real estate, if you don't market yourself, no one's going to do it for you. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, dude, I'm super happy. I'm super pumped that you guys are starting to, you know, push um, towards, you know, spending some time and uh, effort in that area because I know it's going to help your business. Mm -hmm. You know? And with our team, it'll help the team, which is great. Right? Alan and I have a, you know, a pretty good goal this year. You know, we want to really, really focus. We want to really focus on brand recognition. You know, we want to make sure that people recognize our brand and that it's synonymous with great customer service, right? Hardworking real estate agents and, uh, you know, one of the top producing teams in, in the nation. Yep. And uh, I know we're heading that direction. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah no, no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, moving forward, Oves, what do you want to do this year? Do you want to uh, hit 20? You want to double your, I mean, you want to double your production? What are you thinking? You're going to double it. Every year it's like, cool, I was able to do this. What am I able to do this year? And it's just, you just got to keep going up. 
So this year, definitely doubling it, getting involved in a couple flips here and there too. Good. Once I see a good opportunity and just kind of exploring. But at the same time, just still being dedicated, just working like a madman and just going at it to make sure that I'm producing. Coming for that, I really want to be, I'm going to be that top producing agent soon. Because not just for the title of it, but at the end of the day, it's like you close deals left and right. And it's like you're helping many people. You're really making an impact on other people's lives, other people's families. And it's truly one of the things that makes me want to go harder. It's like I really want to help everyone I possibly can in any way. Yeah. So, Oves, uh, tell me about your personal life. Are you single? Are you dating? What's going on there? For this right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it out there. I had to oh, throw it out man. there. Avace, I swear to God, Avace would be like the, the number one ladies' man. I swear, <laughs> I swear this guy's like <laughs> every girl, I swear. Um, in, in a good way, though, because I mean, you're not like a pervert or anything. I'm just saying, you know, Ovace is so talkative. Yep. You know, he's such a, a communicator. It's like every person he talks to is like, <laughs> I think he's like sending mixed signals constantly. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's great. Um, but, dude, I mean, I, I love what you're doing. You know, you're here every day. You're grinding. You, you know, you're hustling. I do feel like you're representing our brand very well. Um, and I mean, you're such a good guy and we really could not, uh, imagine having anybody else on the team. Like we love you so much, dude. That means a lot, right? man. I love you yeah. guys too. It's always a you, freaking man. blast being here. Freaking love it. Yeah. So, uh, any last words? Just keep going at it. Just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Any last words for any newer agents, your age, getting into the business? I was actually just telling, uh, our new friend here earlier, Brand Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. He's the newest agent on the team. I was telling him, I'm like, dude. There's going to be times where you're going to feel lost and not just lost in life, but lost in the business. Like, dude, what do I do? Like, what should I do that's going to help me? Like, at the end of the day, I feel like just calling leads. What's well, That's what's worked for me, just calling leads, making sure you stay strong with, the, with your follow-up game and just going above and beyond. Like, send your client properties. Like, don't just wait for the website to send it. You yep. send it. Go ahead and, like, send it to them via text message. Be like, hey, came across this for you, and I uh, thought you'd like it. Let me know if you have questions or if you would like to see it. And instantly, like, if the client really likes it, they'll just hit you up. And from there, you just keep doing the same thing. Just keep hustling. Keep calling. Call everyone. And the biggest thing that a lot of new agents come across, I went through myself, is having that fear like, oh, I don't want to be that annoying telemarketer. No, at the end of the day, you're only going to be annoying if you're going to end up being like everyone else. Like if you're going to keep doing the same shit everyone does. But at the end of the day, what you really need to do as a new agent is just be yourself. Be yourself and just have fun with it. Go with the flow. And at the end of the day, just be sure to add, value. add value. Yeah. And talk to everybody. Talk yeah. to everyone. Tell everyone yeah. you do real estate. You go to the gym, you come across a cute looking girl, tell her you do real estate. Tell everyone, literally everyone. Yeah. Everyone's going to be a client sooner than later. Smart. Yeah, you have to. Because a lot of people, they, they think that everybody knows they're in real estate. Yeah. They automatically think everybody will call them. You have to let everybody know everywhere you go. Let people know what you, what you do. Absolutely. You do. Clients aren't just going to come knocking to the door. It's like an opportunity. You got to go out, run to it. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Well, dude, like I said, we're happy to have the team. We're excited to see what happens this year. And uh, we look forward to uh, look forward to seeing you close some deals. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a big year for all of us. Awesome, man. Well, all right, guys. Uh, Ovace Khan, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Khan, one of good our newer shit, agents here on the team. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. I need to know everything, who in the what and the where, I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George, I hop in the Porsche, five